In 2009, James Cameron's Avatar hit theaters and became an instant success. The film not only revolutionized the 3D technology, but became the most financially successful movie worldwide, grossing $2.7 billion. Hey, that's what I'm talking about, bitch. Hey, Ethan. Hi. I want out. <laughs> Fuck. I was... God damn it. I was hoping to... I wanted to make that I want out. No. We're Re- opening with that shit. Reference. Uh, I, I was want waiting. out. I was planning. I've been planning all day. I was planning for you to say something negative, And I was going to say, Ethan, are you saying that you want out? But no. Oh. You beat me to it immediately. Uh, we got to coordinate this shit better. Uh, uh, well, here we are. It's it's not your fault. Why do you sound you sound weird? It's I'm I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> oh okay. I thought you sounded more echoey than usual. That's I I fine. might I might. How how do I sound here? That's better. Yeah, it's probably picking up the entire room if I step away from the microphone. But anyways, Ugh. I'm ready to talk about generated call. Okay. How you doing though? You okay? Uh, uh um, look. <laughs> <laughs> this liquor store is near my house, yeah, where I live, a... my abode, my right. residence. Yeah, no. Um, had a dollar day special. What? <laughs> what that a means dollar. is that, which means is that uh, they 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 charged <laughs> one dollar more than what they purchased the liquor for. Oh my so, god! So, so I so I, st- I so I stocked up on cheap liqueur, <laughs> and I am now. Just waist deep in in a pool of booze, and uh, goddamn, I've been trying to drink my way out of that debacle. Yeah, and how's that going? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck! I how often do you think it's is is it's appropriate to go to the same liquor store? Because I feel bad if I'm like last week, I kind of needed more booze, but I didn't want to go. Because it only it had only been like two weeks, I didn't want to go into the store again. Uh, at, at this point, I'm think I'm contemplating like just like alternating between like I might drive an extra few minutes, get to a different town's liquor store. Let's put it this way: there are people who go to the same bar every day. Well, a bar is a little bit different because a bar has other utilities like me. No, women's. not for these people. <laughs> these well, look, not the bars I go to. Yeah. <laughs> um. You're in the clear, man. There, the, no matter how bad you are, it's alcohol. There's somebody who's got it way worse. That's that's really, yeah, that's the most important lesson when it comes to alcohol is that really, uh, you, there's a, 
you, you could be doing worse. You could be doing a lot worse. I'll tell you what, I sure can. <laughs> Get stories you hear from people are ridiculous. You know, you know, it's it's at this point I've kind of accepted that like I I'm I'm, I'm incapable of alcoholism. Like I don't I don't drink like I I drink like once every week and a half. Like oh, really yeah. drink. You know like what I mean? You, like you, yeah, it's at at some point you realize like oh like this. I would have realized a long time ago, it's like purely genetic. It's like, I have no say over this, and I'm totally fine. I'm, I'm absolutely in the clear. Yeah, like, th- like this is a, a random occurrence. This is this is just like crossroads in my life, you know. They, 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 um, they intersected in such a way to where, where tonight I'm pretty drunk. But generally, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I would say on, the, on, the, on average, I'm not. Most uh, of the time, yeah. I'm, I would I'm say very not drunk. 99% of the time, I'm not drunk. But, so I, I think I'm doing okay. But, but yeah, uh, just, just a, a disclosure. This is a drunk cast. This is gonna this be is a, a yeah. You, this is yeah. You let me know before the podcast. I was like, all right, before we recorded. Like, okay, we're making a drunk cast. This is it's happening. It was only fair. We need. I to had just, to give you a warning. We need to do our best to just you know avoid saying anything that we'll regret. But yeah, it's gonna be a drunk cast, folks. Nothing we can do about it. It's look, happening. Look, I just saw Black Panther, so I'm <laughs> I'm I, I like like. I, can't, I nothing nothing that can come out of my mouth is going to be too too scandalous because obviously I'm progressive. Yeah, no, uh, you've been, you've been tampered by by the 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 toddy uh uh mystique of the Black Panther. It was a it was like a 6 or 7 out of 10 film. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is like is like the, the just the you're, amount of bakes that I want my Marvel films. You're saying you know how, like, you're saying you know how you just film. eat cookie dough? You know how you eat seven. cookie dough and it's good? You know what I mean? Like you 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 eat like you eat cookie dough before you 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 create your cookie masterpieces. And you're Are like you comparing Man, Black Panther to dough. pedophilia. Whoa! <laughs> Well, it's not done yet. I've, That's what you're saying. I, I think it's not it's, developed. It's, look, I, I feel like something went wrong. I feel like um, they, they, <laughs> like they, they, like they ran out of they ran out of uh, out of gas, like natural gas, and they couldn't turn their turn, couldn't couldn't turn their why they, on. That's why they used iridium or or vibranium or whatever. Vibranium, yes. Um, uh, hoo, 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 hoo. Sorry, I was getting in the spirit of the film. The fuck. Is there a lot of tribal yelling in the? I don't yes, even have to ask. there is a no, lot of tribal yelling. Why did I even ask? Why did why, um, why did that, I ask that question? Look, look, the the film has issues um, where they spend a, a lot of film. Okay, a lot of Ethan. Uh, I fucking get it. Okay, I get it. There's black people. You don't have to say it's an issue over and over again. Okay, I get that there are dark individuals. Look, in there's the film, one guy. There's okay? one white guy in the entire movie, and he's Martin Freeman. I fucking <laughs> like. Look, I couldn't even relate to him when he was on the British Office. You expect him to relate to him now? It's over. Was he Martin like, Freeman with a black scent though? No, they forced Shit. him into this movie. He, it's it's oh. Martin Freeman with an American accent, which is not his That's native tongue. That's not what I want. That's not the Martin Freeman that I want. Um, I want him shit. to have big old fat feet with hairy-ass fucking toes, because he's a hobbit as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but um, but anyways, yeah, this film's got Martin Freeman in it so the white people can relate to it, which is completely superfluous and yeah, unnecessary. Yeah, when I think, I, I need some, some, some white reference points, some... some pure caucasian identity in my movie i think martin friedman 
The like movie's freedom. got what are those jokes in it. I've heard a, that. I know. I've seen that clip. What it's if, really embarrassing, and it, and, it, and it's, it's to the detriment well, of the film as well. Well, it's embarrassing in concept, but there's a way. I'm, sh- you know, we all know that jokes are eighty percent delivery, perhaps even ninety. I've seen the clip on YouTube. I've seen a camera, and if you would, there's a way to say what are those that is not quite as embarrassing. But the way she says it, it's like she watched the original Vine and then just tried to copy it. And it's she's, really she's, bad. That char- it's the worst character in the movie. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I support <laughs> women in STEM careers as much as anybody. We're progressive boys here. We, we mm. look. I don't want to keep anybody down. I anybody can can look. Reach for the stars. Because if you fail, wait, hold on. Reach for the moon. <laughs> shoot for the moon. Because if you fail, at least you end up among the stars, right? I support uh, colored women in STEM careers as much as anybody. I think that's a glorious thing. However. You can't it just completely ignore the fact that she's the worst character in the entire film because she's a scientist black lady. You can't do it. You can't do it. She's horrible. She's nothing but a she, she's a she's a running meme throughout the entire thing, and I hate it. Um, but anyways, uh, so this movie's got Mike, Michael Jordan number two. This is Michael B. Jordan, by the way. Oh. You might re- you might remember him from such films as Fan Four Stick. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. Um, he he's he's a he's a fine actor. Yeah. He's not given a ton to work with in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's got lines such as "burn it to the ground" and "I'm tearing it all down." <laughs> so like it's not he doesn't have a ton to work so with. So you're saying all his lines were just outsourced from Live Leak or fr- from, from 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 fucking from Storm Stormfront fucking uh, no, from, from uh, World Star. <laughs> uh, he's look. Again, Michael B. Jordan's a fine actor. Michael B. He Jordan, ate, most of his lines in that movie consist of, Oh, he's sleeping. Oh, uh, he's sleeping it, now. Uh, oh, well, ki- kind of, though, a little bit. But, like, <laughs> um, look, Michael B. Jordan's specialty is not being very black. I, 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 I've seen F- Fruitvale Station, and he's not really good at playing an urban youth. He's a little bit... Um, the, the film of this... No, the director of this anime, film, Ryan Coogler, is a... Is a little bit. Um, he's he play. He, he seems a little bit suburban, and when he tries to play urban in his roles, it's not really there. But anyways, he's a fine actor. Um, his character's mismanaged as a whole. I feel like his film, his character would have been more more aptly utilized as a as as being directly related to the central conflict of it, where he's kind of forced. You see him at the beginning of the film, and then like. The third act, he shows up again to like get the plot going, which is really like they should have really integrated him into the the, the arc of the film better. I, I, there's a de- de- there's like a forty five minute period where he's just not on screen, and it's really an issue. Um, but anyways, it's a f- it's like a six or seven. It, it could have been a hard nine, uh, but they just needed like one more pass or like somebody to just say. Um, Less Wakanda, more story, please. Uh, but here we are. Well, okay, well, I'm going to stop you right there because actually it's the best Marvel movie of all time and it's going into the Library of Congress. So, uh, so uh, you know, your analysis sounds about white to me, buddy. Sounds about white to me. Oh, fuck. Okay. And here I am thinking the original Iron Man is still the best the best Marvel film. Huh. Huh. That sounds nostalgia is really taking me away. Man, I got to check my privilege at the fucking door. That white nostalgia. Uh, 
White Stalgia. Uh, it's like... It's probably like inside the top ten. It's probably not in the top five Marvel films. It's it's a it, it was a refreshing film because we got outside of fucking New York City or L.A. for a bit. Yeah, all of those Marvel films are like set in the United States, and they tried for something else. There's one image in the film that is quite beautiful and stuck with me. I was very impressed. Um, hmm. But there, like, there's a there's a distinct moment in the film that is just like imbued with creative vision. Um, and, and, and it is just a brilliant bit of visual storytelling. But on the whole, I would say that there's a... It, it doesn't... Most of the film doesn't live up to that visual. And, and it instead is like resting a subpar narrative arc on the strength of certain visual and thematic elements. Um, but that's it. Let's talk about garbage anime. That concludes our Black Panther cast. Uh, yeah, we watched Generator Gaul. That's Generator Gaul. Gaul. Yes, G-A-W-L. Gaul. Don't for fucking forget it. Um, we, this is, how many shows do you think we've watched purely because of the opening? Uh, at really least think. like seven or eight at this point. This is the one that was absolutely solidified based on the opening alone. Yeah, um, I think I think the genesis of this episode was I just saw this opening in an openings thread. And when it comes to opening threads, I'm an absolute sucker. I will watch every single one, even the ones I've seen a million times before. Looking I, at I've our Discord. Enti- I've had entire days ruined by openings threads. I have to watch every single fucking one. And it's a goddamn chore, but I watch all of them every single time. Uh, and I came upon this. Uh, yeah, what were you saying? If you look at our Discord uh, conversation, the second to last thing that we sent to each other was a Generator Gall opening link. Well, yeah, because we were trying to think of what to watch. Uh, and, and that solidified. I remember, I distinctly remember just opening that link and then, or, or, or you know, finding it myself and being, like, "Fucking a, let's do it." <laughs> I want out. Absolutely. Or in that instance, out. I want in. Yes. Uh, so the, so then we watched it and. <laughs> Fuck, um, this this is a show. I don't even know what to say about this show because it's ah. Uh, it's just, not. It doesn't fit easily into a mold. <laughs> I mean, it fits into the Evangelion ripoff it does, mold. It doesn't, it doesn't fit into 2018's mold. In no. 1998, uh, this this might have made more sense. It's pretty. Just, it's pretty fucking obtuse, huh? It's pretty fucking. It really fucking challenges your let's, shit. Let's call it inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when the first half of shows would be just completely different from what the second half of a show is? Oh, God. Let's just start at the beginning. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is an original show um, from 1998. 1998, if you remember, great year, Cowboy Bebop, Card Capture Sakura, Outlaw wow. Star, Trigun, Initial D, Serial Experiments Lane, Perfect Blue, Kare Kano, Yokohama. This I've show, seen th- two of those things. Yeah. This this show got a little lost in that year, as did many others, I'm sure, because of all the We were uh, all lost in that year, <laughs> to be fair. Uh and and uh, you know, so not super well remembered. Um 
the other thing I noted in the background info here, directed by <laughs> directed by a man named Seiji Mizushima. Uh, and I'm looking this up, and I'm just going, okay, what else do you write? Wait, 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 wait. Who, what the, who the fuck? Who the fuck is this dude? So, he directed, most recently, do you remember... Do you remember um, our last seasonal preview? There was a show called Beatless. Uh, vaguely. Which was, you repeated to me over and over again, despite my objections, you said it was the most, the the worst show of this season by far. <laughs> the one where the guy, uh, there's robots and the girl. Yes, gets I do remember this. I do remember this. Okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You fucking yeah. hated that show. He directed yes. that. <laughs> He directed that most recently. Wow. Also, I dir- see his direction abilities have not improved much. Also directed Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> the okay. Uh, OG or Okay. Well, I'm sure a lot of that he was able to lift from the manga, which is obviously visually stimulating and, and beautifully uh, illustrated because you know she's a legend and but, uh, Shaman King. Stand by my previous statement. I just think if you give okay. him an original content, you don't got it. That's fair enough. Okay. and uh, As well as uh, Hanamaru Kindergarten, which was the Gainax show from 2010, I think. And uh, and Ungo, which is a show that I actually kind of liked a bit. As did like four other people that, who watched it. And a bunch of other stuff, so that's weird. This guy's been all over the place. Um. So, yeah, this is... You start out, and this is this show. It's show about. I had no idea what the show was about starting out. I assume you didn't either. You both started no, out totally fresh. Not a lick of idea. Not a, not even a slightest idea of what this was. Except for the iconic opening, which looks. I want out. What's out? Uh, and um, so we have to address the the dub. You started out watching this show dubbed. I was um, immediately from the first episode. I, I I felt something was off. Right, you know. I'm just like, okay, wait a minute. This doesn't seem like it's it's going to be high quality content. This seems um, pretty pretty straightforward and not. It doesn't have any sort of vision to it. This seems like garbage Evangelion parody, as we've uh, or not parody, but garbage Evangelion knockoff, as we've previously you know, consumed, so I, I kind of sent you the warning, like, hey, maybe consider the dub for this one. But then you alerted me a little bit later, like, hey, don't watch the dub. Yeah, I um, I think I started watching it a bit later than you did. So uh, you had already told me, hey, you know, just watch the dub. And I was like, okay. So I was st- I, I was watching episode one. I was flip- flipping back and forth, dub, sub, dub, sub. And I noticed that the dub fucking sucked, yeah. Uh, not in the acting, but that it, it changed everything for no every reason. Every single line is different. Every, every single line from the dub is completely every, different. Every line is and different. And loses context. Uh, yeah, and I didn't I didn't tell you uh, that at first because I was like, hey, he's, he might be really far into the show. I don't need to, you know, I don't need to shake things up at this like. But I got so fucking angry as I went into the show, and occasionally I would switch back to the dub. The very first episode here. We're intro- we get um, it's a it's a news broadcast giving us you know background info, and in the English dub they're talking about a fast food stalker uh, who who stalks fast food mm-hmm. <laughs> restaurants, yeah, yeah, yeah. and in the sub it's just normal news stuff like whatever, it, you know the dub's adding 
um, foreshadowing, which is, I guess, fine. But then the the main, or not main character, but our, our female lead, Masami, her mom... In the dub, she's she's um, you know she's clasping her hands in front of this uh, burning incense, and she's going, "Not now, dear. I'm I'm meditating." You know, as as they're arguing, uh-huh. and it you know it's obvious if you've seen any anime that she's fucking praying at the shrine of her dead husband. Like, why the f- why did you make it so that she they turned her into a hippie? <laughs> like, why would just because she has a headband and she and she has incense? Like, they just made it so that she's a hippie. It's you so gotta terrible. contextualize it for them white people. They don't understand. It's just white people. So, white people don't get it. It's so unnecessary. <laughs> it's it's just like I was so pissed. Uh, and you know they were adding Masami again, female lead, uh, teenage girl, high school. They made her, the dub, in the dub, she is, I cannot stress how much of an insufferable fucking cunt she is. Like, she is, like, absolutely terrible. Like, just so bratty. Uh, you know how it is. It's look, out of you control. Look, look, look. We, don't know how to, we don't know how to really adapt the Sumde Ray. Because it's something that doesn't really exist right. in our culture. They were ju- they were just thinking like, oh, in the dub she's really, or in the sub she's she's really, uh, you know, in, in the original she's she's really just uh, loud and and angry. So we'll just turn her into a fucking bitch, and it's just that's not a one to one. It's 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 just something we really still haven't gotten over, um, <laughs> and and quite haven't really learned to adapt to our culture. Uh, um, but she's That's like difficult. the argument she's having with her mom is so different because you look know. fucking we could go ad, ad nauseum about just like the the differences between the sub and the dub but at the end of the day they completely changed characters and that's just unacceptable they really um, they really did but I yeah. watched one episode with the dub and then you hit me with the warning like hey one don't episode do that. that's not true two episodes you, were, you sent me. A Snapchat of of you with this, you're playing a clip with them with the statue. I guess I I can't. That prove was for it. effect. If that was for effect, come on. All right, whatever. Hey, look, <laughs> I'm perfectly capable of recognizing a poor dub when I see one. Well, you that wouldn't said, know. That's the thing is that like you know you would just think oh you know I, like I was switching back and forth, which is what led me on to the fact that like they it's, were it's, really it's, look, altering look, look. stuff. Before, if you hit the A and the S key while while in NPC HC, medium player classic home cinema. Yes. Um, in this particular instance, if I did that, it wouldn't actually change to the dub and get rid of the subs. Uh, so I would be experiencing subtitles with my dubbed anime, and then I was able to recognize like, hey, wait a minute, this shit's off. Hmm. Um, I watched. One and a half episodes before switching back. Yeah. So I would say that my t- my experience was only mildly tainted by the dub. Yeah. This uh, this is ADV, um, dub, dubbing studio responsible for Ghost Stories, which you know they have a, they have they have a um, they have a they have a love of changing things a whole lot, obviously. Uh, Putting but, their 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 uh, creative spin on things. Well, th- in this case, it's just weird because the changes don't. They just make it different. They don't make it like better, 
or they don't change the tone that much. They just really Americanize it, which is weird because the, like, it's not like this show was obviously never going to get any kind of American mainstream appeal. So I have no idea why you would do this. Uh, and it's not like they're not changing the plot or anything. They're just changing the characters. It's 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 very strange. We we could stress the the, the specifics all day, but at a certain point, we have to address the anime itself. Okay, fine. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, Masami is a girl, and she's in a house, and uh, she sees some lightning in in episode one here, and then we see some guys running through the woods, uh, and there's, there's fights going on. It's really dark. There's shady scientists scheming in a control room, and uh, I I, I kind of thought this was a a mecca at first. Um, well, and that's not the case later. Um, so yes, then we're introduced to, we got our three boys. There's three boys, the turtleneck plug suit boys show up. Um, they're in the, they're in the past. It's 2007, which is the future for when the show is made, but they're in, it's in the, it's the past for them. And one of them is Gaul. Has the title, Generator Gaul. Are you following me? Are you... Ethan? Ethan, are you there? Ethan? Uh, hello, are you with me? Hey, hi, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, okay, hold on. Uh, Alright, what, what did I miss? Well, I, I heard in the woods and then that's it. I'm recording. <laughs> You've been recording this whole time, though. Yes, of course. Okay, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is, Jesus Christ. This episode's precarious. It's I'm just okay. Ex- I'm just We're teetering the edge one. of either disaster or, 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 or uh, creative genius here. Uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah we, uh, you got to the part where our three uh, male characters show up, and one of them's Gaul, and they're in 2007, which is the past for them. And uh, Gaul... Is the uh, the fiery rash uh, hasty uh, shonen boy? Yes, and then shonen com- being that the most important adjective there, uh, of course. And there's a calm, uh, measured one named Koji, uh-huh. who really should have glasses, who he, which he can push up with his middle finger, but doesn't. And there's a blonde wimp named uh, Kyo. And those those are our boys, our squad, if you will. Yeah, so um, they're trying to hack some info or something but uh gall decides he's hungry so he uh he he walks over to the fast food joint and can't figure out how it works so he just ends up looking like a pervert staring into the front door i don't really understand how exactly that happened um look i get the concept but it could have been executed a little bit more clearly yeah they were trying to create a situation where he appears to be a pervert but isn't but really there's no excuse for just just have him walk into the wrong bathroom like shit like i don't know yeah you know but they had to have masami see him so give me something a little more visceral shrug right i don't know he's just a hungry boy um so he gets uh then so she calls the cops on them or on him and then he accidentally knocks a cop out with his noggin so he gets arrested all three of them go down to the station they get uh they get lectured to by a very ni- a very nice cop who's really only around for one episode, but he's just a really nice cop, good guy. Um, he d- he uh, agrees to um, transport them all back to the place that they say there's that they the place they say is their home, but which is actually the 
some some location that they've packed gathered is a good place to I don't know how the fuck they decide on that house maybe they just chose it at random who knows uh, he drives I, I didn't. I, I also didn't get a super clear explanation as to why. Like, Who knows? Anime uh, conveniences. Um, but uh, uh, well, on the way there, they um, they let us know that they arrived. Uh, they're time travelers, obviously. They arrived three months before the the day, the the ominous day that they wanted to get to. Um, as opposed to uh, a year, which is what they wanted, or something like that. Um, but uh, the, apparently, the night before is they fought a gigantic uh, monster, which is sort of the scene that we got glimpses of when they arrived. Uh, and then they all show up at Masami's house and pan up to the clouds. Literal pan up to the clouds. Um, what? They're going to be staying with us. And so, I guess they, what they were hacking before is that they they. They forged some kind of order from the official city, like uh, governing body, that they have to stay in this house. To to Masami's mom, just telling her like, "Hey, these three boys are going to be here now." Whatever, I guess. Um, this must have been what it must have been like when you had to uh, to to house. Could uh, uh, hold on, shit. Um, what was the court? What's the quartering act about? Is the quartering act is about like housing soldiers? soldiers. You don't you don't have to do that shit. This must yeah. have been what it was like during during the uh, Revolutionary War when British soldier was like, "Hey, feed us, please." I don't think that and, happened during the war. I think that was like, well, eh, who knows? Who knows? It happened like twice. Uh, <laughs> but they, like, I I ain't down with that shit. If somebody rolls up to my doorstep right now, and they're like, "You have to house them." Like, fuck no. Not a goddamn chance. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. Uh, like, let's 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 break this down a little bit. What's wrong with Masasi's Masami's mom? What's her deal? Well, in the sub, she's just kind of normal. I don't know. Why? What problem you got with her? A little bit gullible, huh? A little bit like well, she we didn't don't even... know everything about this society. Like, she got an order from they call it the Mountain or something, Central Mountain, I think. Whoa. Um. So you know, it's a it's a high tech tech city you know and she's like oh well if the mountain said so what am i gonna do you say it's a high-tech tech city but um very rarely do we really get to experience that so yeah, well, i mean we only know it's a high-tech tech city because there's a gigantic metal ring suspended in the air wow around the whole wow that's really high tech <laughs> giant rings fuck me you know, it's like a, it's like academy city like nothing crazy's really going on if you just kind of look at it, but you know, we're told that it's a city of scientists and high science and science science. It's when when you're told it, you have to believe it. You right. know, it's like I'm I'm such a fucking blithering idiot to where <laughs> anytime somebody's like, "Well, this thing is real," I just believe them. I take them at face value. Anyways, uh, Anyways. so I I just I'm a little bit incredulous. Well, too bad, buddy. It's happening. Hold Here on. we are. We're in the now. Uh, sorry, I was pouring booze. Okay. I, I, speaking of booze, I got some really good booze here. You're not going to be able to locate it. I'm just going to talk about it. I'm sorry. Ooh, okay. I have a, a, a Zilker Brewing Co. Hmm. And they've got the Zilker Park 100 Years Special Edition Parks and Rec Pale Ale. Um, uh, if, if you like an IPA, this is the best one I've ever had in my entire life. That's all I have to say. Oh no! 
Uh, it's How many really, IPAs have you been have you drank since you've moved to Austin? Probably under ten, but over five. Okay. Uh, this accessible. is this is the best one. This is the best one. It's delicious. Don't make it a habit. It's a bright, crisp, and citrusy pale ale brewed with a unique <laughs> cent- centennial hop blend. It's oh, perfect sure. for a lazy day in the sun or mm-hmm. after a dip in Barton Springs. Oh yeah. Wait, does it say that on? The- yes, <laughs> I'm oh, reading fuck. the can. Fucking local ass beers. All right. Anyways, so they're living. They're living with Gurley. End of the first episode. Okay. So second episode. Um, first of all, we gotta talk about Masami's awesome fucking fits. That Union Jack uh, sweater. Mm, so good. Mine in its own right. She would look great in like a Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. Uh, but okay. Like, but when, but when you add the, the the little hat to the mixture, I'm out. You know, Fuck it's... her fucking hat. <laughs> what the? F- it's like a metallic. It's like a. It's it's like an olive. It's like a military olive green metallic jointed fez. What is it? Fuck! I have no idea. What this the must fuck be, is that This hat? must be some fucking ritual bullshit. This must be some 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 like uh, she's a, a, a um, um, a shrine girl. Like there's it, like where the fuck do you get that look from, girl? I don't even. Uh, it's it's so it's just it's always there, and there's never an explanation. At one point, way later, like one of the last few episodes, there's a picture of her on like a on a cork uh, board. Uh, of like her on vacation and she's at the beach and she's holding it like she just pulled it out of the ocean so I wonder if she just found it I don't even know fucking it seems like she found it in a tomb from somebody who died 300 fucking years ago it shit's so passe girl you're it's, really ruining your entire look with that cause you got a good punk thing going on with the Union Jack logo like you shit you just got this robot fez I don't, I don't know the fuck I don't like, know uh, it's a, it's a, it just you can do one or the other. Yeah, that's yeah, all. Mm. Um, this is when I started the music. Started to notice the music in the show. It's pretty good. Very there's there's a couple of tracks in here that are very aesthetically '90s that I was really enjoying, really chilling out to. Uh, but um, episode two is school time. Our boys have to go to school. Because uh, even though they're, you know, trying to save the future, they got to go to school. So um, they, uh, they're they they're walking around, they're being shown the school, and Gaul runs into a, uh, a scared uh, botanist girl who uh, I basically instantly f- fell in love with and who basically colors my entire opinion of this uh television program i could have foreseen such a conclusion named not to me um oh and i and she's look she's a very sweet young girl and again this is this is a, a huge reason why i i uh got so mad at the dub is because in the dub she has a very normal voice she's still pretty quiet but she, you know just a girl talking and in the dub she's it's it's this it's the it's the gen- it's the gentlest, most uh, loving, uh, flowery voice you've ever heard. She's the purest soul in the universe. Look, look, look! look. I acknowledge this, but she's only that way to get this this exact reaction out of you. You've been played. No, ha- you've, no, you're fucking you've been wrong. Had. You've been no, had. 
You're wrong. You're... I think you've been taken for a fool. We'll get to it. Okay. I'll fucking show you, bitch. You, oh, man. I can't wait to have this all... I can't wait to have this all blow up in your face. Ha, ha, ha. What? Um, but, uh, and then, um, so they're, they're talking... And, you know, she just likes flowers. She's just hanging out, very shy. And then uh, this uh, teacher slash scientist shows up. I I think of her only as sex teacher. That's what I called her throughout the entire show. I just thought of her as sex teacher um, in a lab coat, shows up. That's uh, very topical with the sex teacher talk. Given the, um There was a recent instance of a ni- another high-profile um, sexy teacher taking advantage of a 14-year-old boy. Oh, hell yeah, uh, I saw that. Of, she was not a high-profile teacher. That story's been getting around, but she was well, just Well, the, the story is high-profile. You know, that's Oh, well, important. sure. I mean, um, it's, I mean, the, you know, we get a story like that every three months or so, but rarely, you know, usually it's like, whoa, this six out of ten fucked a 14-year-old. You know, no, right, this girl, cool. this girl's, a, oh, like, uh, she, would, she would be like the cream what of the, 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 the she, she's like the cream of the, uh, the, the, the fraternity cum slut crop. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> like, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I'm just uh, like, like it's. It, it seems like parody. Oh uh, yeah, no, it's just, just, just fucking nice. But anyway, sex teacher. Anyways, yeah, I, I, um, I, yes, I agree. But this show has a sex teacher, um, and she is, um, she's in a cabal, a shady cabal with a scientist man, and they are scheming. Um, uh, and okay so yeah and then uh let's see here we get uh um uh koji and uh kyo are very smart uh i guess because they're you know they're they're researchers from the future but i don't know why the hell to demonstrate that that they're doing all this weird stuff on the first day of class like they're fucking proving math postulates in front of the class. They're and giving blowing presentations. their fucking cover with what it sounds like to me. They're, they're giving like, presentations God damn, on just DNA. Just be the dorky, just be the fucking like slightly slow kid that drools in the back of the class and nobody's going to suspect shit. Yeah, You're going what, up there and fucking blowing your load in the first day of class? Like that's I, horrible cover. Yeah, I don't know, don't know why they would, they would do that. It's because they're it's because they're egomaniacs. All scientists are. I don't know if you know this, but sure. like if you're if you're on the bleeding edge of science, I feel like you have a tremendous ego to back it up. You gotta flex flex that science cock. Flex that fucking flex that giant science brain, more like. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then because we have to have one fight per episode, Gaul fights a thing in a building uh, while the others ran an arcade. I feel like that's a lot of episodes is golf fights a thing in a building. Yes. Uh, so someone's sending stuff from the future to fight him, to stop him from stopping the bad thing that's going to happen. Um, and, the, the sequel uh, to flip, the sequel to flip flappers, stop stoppers. <laughs> uh, and uh, Gaul beats the thing, and then he saves Natsume, who happens to be there for whatever reason. Hmm. The sake of plot convenience. Well, I mean, I learn, we learn later that it's not actually con- very convenient. Um, episode three. Now it's Masami who's uh, stalking the boys because she's suspicious of them with a magnifying glass. Uh, we should note, up until now, Masami is textbook type A tsundere. Um just uh just angry just doesn't like gall but she likes him you know 
You know how it is. You know, you know how them Sudairy girls be. Pig head. Yeah, you know. Um, I'm just, man, my nose are just like, what the fuck is that hat? I'm just so perplexed about the hat. It's probably the most intriguing aspect of the show, if I'm being entirely honest. Yeah, really. Even uh, even once everything is wrapped up at the end of the program, I never once really feel like I've got a grasp of that hat. Right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like show at this point, it's pretty, pretty mediocre. Um, and, uh, uh, and, you know, Natsume is still amazing in her unassertive cautiousness about how, like, she's, she's the fight diffuser. She's just like, hey, why can't we just be friends and just, you know, maybe just, just you mean innocent, it might mean innocence bait. You mean angelic perfection Bait. More like she could be sacrificed at the end of the program Shut for the, the needs of up. narrative. Okay, okay. Kill yourself. Uh, there's a hobo scientist <laughs> who golf fucks up in gym to hide his identity because he's, you know, superhuman. Um, oh, I sh- we, sh- we should probably make note of the fact that Gaul is a generator. <laughs> Gaul is a Digimon. I don't know if you know this, but he's my man. Digivolves into Ultimate and basically fucking every episode. Yeah, they're people. This motherfucker. They, they change into big monsters and they fight. It yeah, is, it's it's, it. uh, it's it's not a it's mech really, thing. It's, you know, that's all that's happening. You know how it is. It's like Digi. It's not Digimon or Digimon Adventure or Digimon Tamers. It's Digimon Frontier where they transform into the Digimon. I believe uh, you. And uh, they, they, it, it's, I, it's very much of that era in terms of monster design, but I really liked it. I and really like Gaul's design. It's, it's, yeah, it's most of his enemies are animal based, very animal looking, mm-hmm. insect looking. Uh, his design is a bit more hard to describe. It's, it's like distinctly humanoid, but it has uh, definitely like insectoidal shell. You know, going on. It's got a, right. It's, got a, it's like it's like a pointy exoskeleton armor type thing. Um, but uh, with yeah, with a rat tail. Oh sure, yeah. And uh, okay, so in episode three here, there's a there's a hobo scientist guy who uh, who catches whoa who catches uh, Koji hacking hacking some info, uh, or maybe it's just a regular hobo. I, I don't know. Uh, but they have an interaction. Uh, Masami is currently in the... Uh, she's gone from, I hate this guy, to uh, he's my responsibility, that stage of Sundari, you know? Very predictable. Borderline obsession. <laughs> where, yeah, he, like I have to keep track of where he is. You know, he's he's my dog, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then Gal has to fight a thing in a scrapyard instead of a building this time. Wow. And this time it's a bug arms guy with wings. Uh, but the other thing you notice about this show, the fights look decent. Yes, they uh, do. In these early episodes, they're well animated. There's lots of, obviously it's the late nineties, so there's lots of shading. These, these creatures are really detailed. They're moving a lot. Like, I just wish they nice. were, I just wish any of it was justified. It's probably my entire, like my biggest issue with the conflicts in the show is like, the fights look good. But never once do I feel like it's sat- it's set up in a way that's satisfying. It's like yeah, it's, there's we not just, a ton We just experienced Gaul dropped into a fight scenario just so we can have a fight in the episode in yeah. service of the overall. Narrative. It's quite literally monster of the week. Uh, yes. it, they, they yeah, they're just sent from the future. There's no stakes. Um, but 
but they look okay. It's not like the choreography is crazy, but it just it, it it looks good. It's it's it doesn't go as fast as I would want because the opening shows Gaul just fucking running down a, a, a like a either a, a highway or a bridge of some kind, like a suspension bridge, just tearing along. It never reaches that speed. It's all hmm. still like within. You know, the budget that you would expect of a standard, like, just shove it out there, 90s anime. Yeah. Um, and in that episode, Masami sees him jump, like, 12 feet in the air, but Koji covers for him and says, like, yeah, he's, uh, what does he say? He says, like, he's an Olympic athlete and he's trying to keep it a secret or yes. something, you know, whatever. Um, then in episode four, uh, Kyo has a bunch of traumatic flashbacks, which I guess are technically flash-forwards, um, about uh, how he was experiment. They're experimenting on Gaul, um, uh, you know, putting a lot of stress on him, etc. Scientific stuff. Feels bad about it. Um, Gaul and Misama are still fighting. Uh, this is the one with the painting class. Uh, they're, they're, they're painting Stady. What is Stady painting? I don't know. I spelled something wrong on my notes here. Um, and uh, Kyo is so traumatized by his, uh, his memories of torturing his best friend that he breaks his pencil and everyone stares at him this is, this <laughs> in is class. This is also something that, that this varies wildly throughout the course of the show as to how much this trauma really affects him. I never feel like there's a, like an escalation. I just feel like we reached this episode and we're introduced to a trauma that was previously unestablished. Yeah, this is mostly for exposition's sake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, this is when Kyo visits a, uh, a scientist who, um, who it turns out is, is, is the scientist, the man who invented the what they call the um, insert cells. Whoa. what they're called include which in, include, include that's what it is include cells which uh, allow for these uh bioengineered transformations into monsters in the future which apparently are bad we're not sure why yet but uh he meets that scientist who's currently during the research doing the research and they have a talk uh he kind of says like hey maybe you should stop and the guy's like no this is good um and things get very psychological and there are some hints that i that I saw and and were really obvious and that I brushed off because it didn't make all that much sense and then I forgot about until let's say episode 11 <laughs> um but it gets you know it gets pretty heavy and then um and then uh the gall fights another thing he fights a big bug I don't know uh and Kyo comes to kind of comes to terms with the fact that he's he's ruined his best friend's life whatever all right Episode five, sure. Been there. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. Uh, at this point, I'm feeling a little bummed. The show's kind of <laughs> not. It's not really. It's not really doing it for me. If if I were to describe this this anime with a movie title, it would be failure to launch. Ooh. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it's so like we've gotten. A little bit of exposition, not much <laughs> happening, and then episode five is is a comedic school festival episode. <laughs> it's just, god damn it! Look, what is this show? It's, it's hard to say. It's it. Look, 
this might be like a, a gross generalization in most other shows. This might be something you would say and be like, wow, you're really simplifying this. But like, it, I can say definitively, without a doubt, objectively, the worst part of Generator Goal is the first half of it. It is like fucking like if you were to like, it, I mean, there's a lot of issues with this show. But I would say the general meandering nature of the first half of the show and, and the general lack of driving central narrative is the the overall failing of this show. Yeah, like there's, there's not enough plot points. It's there's a lot of kind of redundant information. No world building. Like there's like like I, sure, I wanna yeah. see the world we're in now or the world that we might end up in. You know what I mean? Like we don't get the right. moment at the end of Terminator or at the beginning of Terminator, you know, where you see the world's fucking overrun with horrible monsters. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just uh, it's just a just a little bit uh, half baked. I don't know. It, it seems like they had a lot of great concepts that were just not capitalized upon or developed in a meaningful way. Yeah, it's really, really mediocre so far. And then, as if to like, you know, as if they've accomplished, as if like to give you a break from all the amazing narrative they've supplied you with <laughs> so far, they give you a nice comedic episode. Completely it, fucking tapped out. I don't remember shit from that. And the weird thing is, it's a really good episode. <laughs> it's be- It's the best episode so far, is the fuck around episode where they're in the school festival. Because uh, it's just oh god okay it's like, coming back to me now. they give they give Rio a catchphrase or no not Rio they give Koji a catchphrase he just keeps he just keeps saying um, in the dub he says uh, I'm thrilled or something and in or no it's Kyo they they have a banter where they say it like five times in this one episode where Kyo says like. Uh, you know, at least it's fun, and Kyo and Kyo said, and Kyo, you know, sarcastically replies something. Anyways, but you know, they, they do that, and it's fucking like they visit all these food stalls, and they they're yeah. all they're all uh, managed by a guy who looks exactly the same, who, like a fat bald Japanese guy who says Yidushai! and um, I want out. I w- <laughs> want out of this episode. Um, oh and Natsume is serving up parfaits, and Masami is serving up pure anger. Uh, she's mad because she's cooking, and her cook is not great. Or it's you know it's fine, but it's not as good as Natsume's jokes. Um, and the villains get more cartoony in this episode because it's a it's a comedy. So sex teacher and her assistant are just like snapping to summon their their Igor equivalent. Uh, and just like the, watching the, the them in cameras and The primary villain scheming. in this episode is established when Gaul um, is doing, he's like partic- participating in a stall at this fucking culture festival, you know, this this uh, seasonal festival where he's trying to catch goldfish. And the primary antagonist of this episode is his rival in, in catching goldfish to impress girls. Right. Like that gives you an idea of the stakes of this, you know. Right, yeah, they they have a, a yeah a goldfish catching uh, competition. This is the pizza episode from fucking uh, from Code Geass, but like to the nth sure. degree. Yeah, and like the villains, like they have like skull cameras. You know, it's 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 so cartoony, and um, what something happens? There's weird, random. Like I have in my notes, what the fuck, Shibubin, Shibubin. 
<laughs> so, like someone just said that out of nowhere. I don't know. It was very strange. Uh, and also Gaul gets felt up by uh, by a sex teacher. Uh, so, um, and another another thing that happens is that sex teacher and Masami have a a fight uh, about like um, about love from sex teachers on on the like on the on the like biological determinist uh, side, and Masami is trying to argue that it's love comes from the heart or whatever, <laughs> and it's uh-huh. actually kind of okay. It's actually pretty good because Koji comes in and 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 like defends. He defends love, man. You know, I liked it. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> it's the only instance in the show where I feel like Homegirl stands for anything. Oh yeah, I I, I get that. Um, yeah, and then this is when Gaul has a goldfish competition with a. It's a. It's a. It's like a Yatterman villain with who's playing like a. a a, a keyboard with the kind with the hose that goes to your mouth. <laughs> oh, right. And then they're fucking, they're fucking fighting with the keyboards on the roof and they're blowing into them the whole time. And it's fucking ridiculous. It's a very silly, very silly sequence. Uh, like we've barely established anything in this show and it's time for some levity. It's, it's so silly. Um, and then, then, then Gaul transforms and fights this thing, but everyone's, but everyone's fine with it. Cause it's a joke. Cause he's, cause he does it on the play stage, you know, he's um, a Sentai character. Yeah. And also this is Masami's hat gets removed. I don't know. Something happens. Uh, and oh yeah. And Masami and the sex teacher have a, uh, have a cooking competition. And, uh, it's at this point <laughs> See, I have it written here that Koji is comrades with sex teacher now. But I guess they just sort of make amends or they they sort of have a a stale I don't know or or I there's got Koji. An, there's an understanding between them that is ultimately never capitalized upon. I never by the end of the show I'm like when is Koji going to have his uh sudden but nev- but inevitable betrayal and it never came. There was never an instance where I'm like, Koji, you cad, you monster, you fucker. How did you do this to your boys? But he never does it. Well, he never it does. Tells out well, no, it totally happens, just not in the way, not in that way. But yeah, this weird, like, premature truce or understanding between them, there's no reason for it because it's established in a totally different way later. It's, it's, it's totally redundant. It's unnecessary. The director of this show was an episode director in Evangelion. Uh, everyone was an episode director named Alien. Uh, it seems that way. <laughs> uh, episode six. Um, uh, he Gal beats a monster. Not so many snacks. Concert tickets. And um, he fights a, an Afro generator. He has he's got an Afro. And this is the one where Masami and Natsume go to a concert and. There's like a really ominous tone as they're going to the concert, as if Japan is like a dangerous country or something. I don't know what's going on there. But there's a big fight between Gaul and this guy. The fight gets brought to the girls, and the girls see these two things and get really freaked out. And uh, then Gaul beats the thing, and he kind of regenerates, because every time he generates, he uh, gets hurt a little bit, but he he gets better. And uh, I have it written here, Monkey Escape. I don't know what that means. 
And yeah, that's a really simple episode. Really, nothing happens there. They were discussing that um, they they believe there was a, a um, something spread around that. Uh, through, through the news that the monkey had escaped from the local zoo and they were trying to explain away Gaul's presence as the monster version of himself as being the escaped monkey. Uh, but obviously that's fucking not possible based on the fact that he looks nothing like any sort of primate. He looks like a right. horrible lizard Correct. monster, man. Yes, I remember now. It's a cover story. Yes. So Masami's kind of getting gaslit because everyone's telling her, oh, it was just a monkey. Obviously, she saw these fucking 10 foot tall. (laughs) Uh, It's like swamp gas, man. Like, obviously, it's not fucking swamp gas. Um, Episode uh, seven. What happens in this one? This this is the point where I check on the dub and I'm like, oh my God, Masami is such a fucking cunt. I got really mad. Um,. And uh, Gal fights a very frog-looking generator in a public park. Um, in this fight, Gal Gal looks really cool. He's he's uh, you know he's he's just fighting real good. Masami sees them again because at this point she's you know very suspicious. You still there? I'm here. Oh, okay, I thought you heard. I thought I heard some rumbling. I, I'm I just received really terrible news. Oh. Uh, it just it's not gonna have any significance to you, but one one of the the actors for Mash died, and you know every time an oh, actor from Mash dies, I lose a bit of myself. As that well. happens like once every six months, yeah. But man, Billy Anarchy, uh <laughs> and fucking Mash Man died. It fucking sucks. It's uh, he just came out as gay like two years ago, and now he's dead. Billy Anarchy just came out as gay. He's been oh, in gay porn for 10 years. God, That's bizarre. Look, look, look. look. Hey, I'll be look, here it's all never, week. It's never too late to come out as gay. You know, like, <laughs> I thought look, he was just gay for pay. Now I can't respect him anymore. There, look, if is that guy the guy from the gay porn memes that I wasn't aware of until today? <laughs> you were aware of him. You saw the pictures. Don't pretend. But, like, uh, like... It, look, this is a genuine statement to all of all of the the, the swarm of, of three Weebos fans. It's never too late. It's never too late to be the true version of yourself to the public. If you're one of those homosexuals, it's all right. We don't care. Yeah, just try not to act on it. It's fine. <laughs> just um, it's chill. I don't, you know, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You, you, you can, can just you can be uh, <laughs> just be like Andy Warhol, just paint some really good shit, and, and then pr- then promote the Velvet Underground and die, and then never ever fuck. Look, um, man, I'm okay with you fucking. Don't listen to that guy. Listen to me. Fuck as much as you want. I don't care. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be fucking you anyway. You ain't a lady. Uh, um. <laughs> I'm I'm down with the gays. I just okay. watch I just watched Black Panther and I'm down with the blacks and now I'm down with the gays. It's, oh, big surprise! I'm fucking all of them. I don't care. What the fuck? Okay. No, I get it. They're all uh, cool. <laughs> Jesus. I just um, feel like I need to put out put that out there in the wake of the death of a popular mash actor. David <laughs> <laughs> Disrespect this man. No! 
I mean this with the utmost respect. David <laughs> I just it's it's it, it's really take it's really taking a lot of out of me a lot out of me. You know, it's like this is this is really near and dear to my heart. So, you know, like when when a moment like this happens, it's um it it's really hard for me to express how I truly feel about David Ogdensteers. David Ogdensteers, yes. <laughs> I really, I really, look, he's, he was a great, great homosexual in MASH. And he was an even better homosexual in life. And I, I respect um, his, his love. And I, I, I hope that he was able to live the way that he, he, he wanted to by the end of his life. Is that too much to ask, Declan? Should ever is too much to ask that everybody gets to live the way that they want, and it doesn't hurt nobody. He's just a gay man. He's just like I like other guys. It ain't that hard. It ain't <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Look, man, like shit. So few, so few people are truly one with themselves at the end of their life. Is it too much to ask that somebody I respect and love so dearly is able to come to terms with their homosexual lifestyle by the end of their life? Please do not sodomize. This has been an official Three Weaves Wet message. As long as you got the lube, I don't go fuck. Please, no. Please, no bus stuff. This is look, just public service look, announcement. I will, I will allow the butt stuff. Just acknowledge it's going to hurt a little bit. There's That's no natural lubricant going on there. You're going to have to supply your own. It, yeah, no. It's so, as Ronda Rousey says, if you're if you got to use lube, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> uh, Make a trip to your local sex shop. Oh god. I want to fucking die. Uh what were we talking about, Gall? <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> I uh, look. Uh, it's it's front. It's backloaded. It's a backloaded anime. I don't know what that. Mean. Oh yeah, no. There's a lot even, of exposition in the latter we're half. Not, we're not even close. Fuck. Fucking pick that shit up, son. Uh, you know I don't got it. Um, it's uh, Gal beats a guy. Um, so yeah, she sees him again. Uh, she gets very sad, but actually she's mad. Um, been there. Yep. Um, and you know, you know what? Natsume, Natsume doesn't like fighting. Oh my God, she's so fucking perfect. She's so good. I knew it. Uh, Gal, <laughs> knew what? I knew it. She was Declan bait, dude. And it was. How could you not? She got how her. Could she not be you bait? She's she's so she's so soft and she cares so much. <laughs> she got that pink hair. I knew it. I knew it the whole time. Like, Deck was gonna fall for this girl. I saw through it. What's wrong with you that you didn't? What's the oh. what's the what's the fucking what she got that every other character like her don't got? What other characters are like her? What? Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's keep uh, going. Um, uh, Gaul's kind of sulking through the city. And he gets a sort of Terminator 2 apocalypse hallucination ripoff. Yes. With, with a playground and everything, you know. Thank you for acknowledging this obvious analog. <laughs> Thank you for noticing this thing that everyone would notice. It's super explicit. Yeah. Uh, not terribly subtle, explicit analog to a scene that occurs in one of the most famous films of all time. You can't get away with it, Japan. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't get away with Except it. Except they always do. Except they always do. Um, he has a... Oh, yeah, Frogman escaped before, so he has an underground running hallway fight with Frogman in this weird underground facility. And then Frogman, like, turns into a spider. Uh, and they fight a bit more. Uh, Masami is still looking for him. And uh, apparently Gaul wins because he's above ground now. Uh, he has... Would you say oh, that right. he has the higher ground? Uh, he is, from my perspective, the giant spiders are evil. <laughs> uh, um, uh, re, re, this is when shit gets heavy, by the way. Yes, Rio's backstory is really like the, the, the turning point in the show where you're like, okay, we've bumble-fucked around for five episodes. Let's get to the actual narrative. Yeah. Um, yeah, just fucking Natsume. It's the amount of... I have probably about a dozen uh, semicolon underscore semicolon emoticons in <laughs> in uh, my notes here, and they're all because of Natsume. Because here, Natsume, she's just checking out the flowers because she loves all living things. What a beautiful girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, and the, she says, you know, I'm just checking on the flowers because I love all living things. They fucking got rid of that line in the dub. I... Oh my god, I fucking lost my mind. I was so angry at how they destroyed this beautiful character in the dub. You don't love every living things, bitch. You don't love no mosquitoes. That's no, she does. You don't Fuck love you. no mosquitoes. You don't love no black flies. You obviously Fuck haven't been out here in the swamps. She does. She loves everything. I doubt that highly. She you fu- put that girl in a tent for 24 hours, she'll come on the other side loathing all living things. I've been there. There's I was an idealistic You're wrong. youth. You're I was wrong. an idealistic youth and I, I, know and I, I went camping once. Fathom. <laughs> you don't know where I've been. You don't know what I, I've fucking seen. I, I, was a, I, I was a believer, damn it. No. And, then I, and then I spent 24 hours inside of a tent and I realized... This ain't one of your fucking Tinder thoughts, you piece of shit. It was all shit. for naught. This is not to me. There is no love there. And no turn- one could truly love all the... And then it turns out... Shoot your insects of the earth. She's working for sex teacher, which is yeah. fine. Okay, it's fine. She's still who she is. You're an apologist. I don't care. It deserves apology. C.S. Lewis was an apologist. Can you write better than C.S. Lewis, you fucking piece of shit? That's what I thought. Uh, C.S. Lewis is a significantly better author. What'd you say? C.S. Lewis was, was legend. And, <laughs> and, and at least like... And at least one quarter of the books that he wrote in the Narnia universe were good. So aren't like they, that's, aren't they making a fucking aren't they making a new Narnia movie? Look, I I, I don't acknowledge any of the films as being real because nobody can truly capture the light of Christ. Yeah, look, I think it's they're, a make, they're making a fucking silver chair movie. Jesus, I'm still waiting on my amber spyglass film, my atheist alternative to the Chronicles of Narnia. What's it called? Do you, you know uh, The Golden Compass, The Amber, Spyglass, and The Subtle Knife? Oh, is that a trilogy? That's the His Dark Materials trilogy, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they uh, made the that one Best Special Effects. I remember that one, The Golden Compass, yes. His Dark Materials is a series by Philip Pullman, um, which is like an atheist alternative series, uh, hmm. which was really heavy uh, for a child like myself to have read. Uh, but now I don't believe in the light of Christ, so I think it worked. What's the one where they're on a boat? Um, 
That's uh, um, Voyage Prince of the Ca- Dawn Prince Treader. Caspi- or nope. Prince Caspian. No, nope. Voyage it's of the, the Dawn Treader. The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Are they making a movie out of that? I thought that already got made, man. They did. It was. Yeah, oh man. Oh, my God. That was like 20, 2014 or some shit. 2010? Whoa! <laughs> what in the fuck? Did you not know this? Oh, my God. Did they get the actors? There's no way they got the actors again. It was 2010. I mean, they must have. I mean, it's only like it only shares two characters with the first one. It's like a, it's only made, like it's only like the youngest two siblings or so. That's from, the problem with a lot of that series is that like by the time you get to the end of the series and you realize that everybody's been, been dead and in heaven the entire time because they got in a tray accident. Um, like, I only care about like one or two of them shits. You know, like you can't. Like, because they I, meet a lot of characters along the way who don't really have any sort of significance because, again, they're dead and in heaven the entire time. I, 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 read, I read Lord of the Rings and uh, Narnia around the same time in my life, and Narnia affected me way more, honestly. Like you the, were not ready to accept the brotherhood of Lord of the Rings in your life it yet. It could be, but also it could be the fact that it was really fucking boring. But The Voyage of the Dawn Treader fucking... Uh, I rem- I like it. It 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 really affected me. Like to this to this day. Like it, the way that uh, it, it's just so fucking cool. Where it's about. You know what it's about? I've read them all. Oh, you have. Yes, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the one where they're they're trying to sail to the edge of the earth, and it's just it's just a they're just having they're just encountering weird things all along the way, and as they get close, they're all this all, it gets it gets really fucking weird. Here is the pedigree of the director who's making the film The Silver Chair. I've got he 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 directed the film Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Jumanji, Jurassic Park Three, Hidalgo, and The Wolfman. Um, oh, it's just it's Look, it, look, look. I also have read the entire uh, the entire Narnia saga. It had a profound effect on me. Like the it's just the it, the way it gets so surreal as they approach the edge of the world where the water gets sweet and they don't have to eat anymore and the sirens call them. It's so fucking It's all cool. it's all it's all Jesus, man. It's all Jesus. Um, I don't care. I mean, that's the best look, part. It's, look, the, it's look the, great. The, the last two books are borderline incomprehensible. As they be, like they're bathing in 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 like uh, waterfalls, and it's all just the light of Christ, and it's just it's just not it's just not good anymore. Disagree. I'll, I'll need to read it again. I'll, I'll look <laughs> look. I've been meaning to read the His Dark Materials, but like when I was a when I was a child, His Dark Materials stuck with me way more because I realized that uh, darkness ex- exists in the hearts of all men. And then there's nothing except nothing for us after death except for the darkness of, of infinity. Um, so, nice. you know, um, here we are. <laughs> here we are, Generator Gall. I think I just, I was cleaning out my apartment. I just put away the entire Chronicles of Narnia to dig that back out. Yeah, um, pretty into his dark materials. Um, we're at an hour to 10 minutes. Want to take a B break? P break? Yeah. I'll take a pee break. Okay, me too. Uh, don't Please don't eat chips on the podcast, Ethan. My boy, you can't be that drunk. Anyways. No, stop. Hold on. You have to stop. You have to stop it. No. 
I'm serious. Oh, so good. Uh, you know, you're you. I hope you're fucking counting your lucky stars that you don't have to edit this shit. I have to listen to us say these embarrassing fucking things while we're wasted. Are you done? Hold on. No, I don't want to. Mm. Just okay. You just chew and. Rushing it down. Rushing it down. Please be done with the chips by the time I'm done explaining episode uh, episode eight here. Um, oh God! Okay. Gall Gall is uh, okay. Gall is is always beat to shit now because his body can't handle generating constantly. And uh, here we get a a flashback or flash forward again, where we finally get all the backstory. Uh, World War Three. World War Three broke out because of quote-unquote tensions between uh, the East and the West, and uh, the generators were workhorses in the aftermath uh, to re- to rebuild. And um, and Kyo and Koji were researchers there, and uh, Kyo is um, is digging into what uh, in, into all this top secret info, and we get an- this is, another. This is one scene. He's literally just at a computer terminal for like fucking straight five or six minutes. Yeah, and we get a uh, it's a it's a the the information is classified and my password doesn't work even though it should. Scene like it's directly like Valerian had one of those. It's the most recent example I can think of. We're like, whoa, this is this is even above my level of secret information. There's and, something going on here that's above our heads. Yeah, the the generators are bioengineered super soldiers. Who could have seen that coming? Um, and they were meant to uh, control the population through World War, or the population was controlled through World War, and the generators are, I don't know. The point is, they caused the World War on purpose uh, to, to 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 gain control. That's kind of what's happening in the Middle East right now. Ooh. Topical, uh-huh. topical in the last thirty years. <laughs> uh, Look into the Gulf War. There's more there than meets the eye. Hey, you want you want to see how deep the rabbit hole goes? There, you want to see how deep the rabbit hole goes? Google Gulf War. <laughs> <laughs> there's more going on than just drilling laterally into Kuwait. <laughs> what um, if I told you there was a never-ending war designed specifically to drain as much money from the U.S. population as possible? Uh, Damn! Uh, makes sense. Um, so, yeah, Kill freaks out about this, um, and uh, they all decide to go back into the past to prevent it from happening so that, you know, six billion people don't die or whatever. What I was wondering... Is would it would there have been a way to hide the fact that they're from the future until this episode, so that this like twenty minute long reveal actually meant anything? And I decided actually uh, no, there really isn't because a lot of it depends on them being from the future. But it's just sort of a lot of redundant information. Like all you really need to tell, all you really needed to tell us was that uh, what they were trying to prevent was World War Three, because that was really the only missing piece of information uh, so far. So I don't know. Are you I was trying this to is poorly structured. I was trying to yes again. A lot of what it, a lot of this show is redundant information being told to the viewer. 
Um, I was yeah, just trying is, to imagine was, a way where the like... the thing is that there's no fucking nothing new in this show at all, ever. Yeah, I was just trying to imagine a way where like, oh man, you get to episode eight, it turns out they're from the fucking future, that's crazy. Whoa. But it, it's like there's really no way you can structure this show so that that's a surprise because it kind of fucks up everything else. So it, it's just poorly conceived all around. Um, but yeah, they got to go... Uh, they gotta go back in time. So they go. And that's it. Episode 9. Um, they decide to leave Masami's house where they've been staying this whole time. Because it's too dangerous. They're too much of a, a liability. So Gaul's recovering in like an underground sewer while the other two try and... They go to try and convince the uh, scientist man to not invent the thing he's gonna invent that will destroy the world. So they're meeting with the scientist. Uh, and that scene... Did you notice that scene's actually really cool? Even though, again, totally redundant because they're explaining to the scientist how they're from the future, which is something we already know. But it's really ominous because they look really cool while they're, do- while they're doing it. You're going to have to explain to me what aspect of this is cool. Because they're just standing there and they're looking really serious and they're like, we're actually from the year 2147 or whatever. And it's like... Oh, I think most of this was like, th- is that for once somebody was fucking surprised. Like, that's, yeah, the, that's it's the, like, the big thing to me. Is it's, an, that like, it's another instance of, if I didn't know everything they're explaining, yeah. this would be fucking rad as shit. But it's yeah. something we already know. But it's still kind of cool, despite that, because they're explaining it. They're explaining you know. it, just, it to somebody who you would expect to be keyed into all of this, but instead, the result, in truth, he's, he's totally unaware of the, the grander scheme going on. Yeah, and that's it, cool. It but requires like, you to put you yourself in the space of this scientist guy getting visited by these time travelers. Um, it's a, it's a but solid if, you, if you're twist. able to do that, it's pretty neat. The twist is that the character that we thought would be aware of the twist was not. Why did you think he would be aware of time well, travelers? Cause, cause, well, because he seems like he's pretty clued in to most of the stuff that's going on. Like, he, he he's, um, you know, from, from what we've seen so far, it seems like he, he's one of the chief baddies. And you would expect one of the chief baddies to be part of the grander scheme. But he seems like he, he might even be getting played to a certain degree. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, just, I don't know. But um, they're trying to convince him not to invent the insert cells. Mm-hmm. And he's not having Include, it. He says, include cells. Jesus Christ. Include cells. And he's, he's not having it. And he says, hey, man, I just work here. I'm just a scientist. It's my job to discover the truth. It's yada, yada, yada. Um, and uh, as if to convince him the other way around, sex teacher shows them uh, the, uh, the fruits of, of his research. Uh, she's captured Gaul. And she's she has all these generators there, and uh, this is when Koji and Ryo uh, transform. They're also generators, uh, just not as powerful as Gaul. Koji turns into a big like turtle dragon, uh, and Ryo also uh, uh, transforms. But he gets into trouble, so Gaul uh, protects them. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's at this point in my notes I write. Uh, I fucking swear, if anything bad happens to Natsume, I will flip my shit. <laughs> oh, so innocent. <laughs> because so it innocent, appears naive. that sex teacher has captured Natsume. 
Weren't we, so, weren't we made aware of her, her relationship with Sex Teacher long before this? Yes, yeah. Oh, my God. But, uh, I don't know. So, so, um, this entire time, I've been thinking, okay, this show is completely mediocre, we kind of fucked up, whatever. Um, there's not much worth talking about. <laughs> here, here we are, an hour and, then, and a half later. And then we get to episode 10, and please tell me it wasn't just me. This is on a completely different level than everything else in the show. Uh, the it, episode, I was so... Like, the show was totally and completely mediocre. And episode 10 fucking destroyed me. Did you have any... Kind of I, I, understand, I understand what you're saying. I I, I felt that like they ju- uh, rather than being kind of taken by it, I was more turned off by the fact that they saved all of the real exposition until the very end, um, and it was more like you're not gonna fucking pull one over on me. Show it's you not even the fact that it's it's expository. It's just that. Like the shots are more artistic and it's yes, way more yes, emotional. Yes, yes. The, the shots and are more, the sh- more artistic just and, the and visual, it is more the emotional. Shading, yes. Uh, and the, the the writing and everything. I literally. Think it seems like they crammed all of the vision into the last three episodes. I understand. Episode, I know. Understand exactly what you're saying. This is this is Madoka levels of episode ten right here. I honestly think this is fucking crazy. I I was in absolute shock after watching this like it was insane it's it's just it's like there it's riding a fine line where i felt like the i i was basically in the same way like this you where i was really um cynical about it where i felt like it, 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 it any moment it could be like just careening off of the edge and it could lose me but i was also going undergoing a very similar thought process of like um is it, like is this actually getting significantly better? And I was kind of like tapering my expectations. Like the show's been pretty bad up to this point. It's gonna just fuck it up at some point soon. Like there's no way they can maintain a certain level of quality. And I would say that by the episode 12, the quality has dipped significantly, but there is a spike in terms of overall creativity and narrative, um, narrative consistency that, that occurs towards the latter quarter of the show. Um, so yes, we're on the save wavelength there. I'm just, just not as taken with it as you seem to have been. I, it's episode 10 blew my fucking dig off. Uh, so we know, we know Natsume's a spy, but I still believe she's a good, she's a good girl. She seems and, to be a good girl. And by the way, did you notice, uh, this guy named Kanae, uh, for any of the previous nine episodes? Because I didn't. You talking about glasses, boy? Um, sure. The, the sex teacher's assistant. Because in episode, yeah, three, I know, I noticed pun- him. He punches a wall, and I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? I feel like he hasn't been around for several episodes at least. He was in like a like a scene earlier that I was made note of. I'm like, oh, he'll be a significant character later on. So I put him hmm. in my memory bank. Hmm, okay, but I I just noticed this episode looked better in terms of animation and in terms of artistic um, uh, art. To me, it was almost entirely in framing, and there were several particular shots that were 
like just felt neat for me. Uh, you're gonna have to forgive me, but I felt like they were stolen from the Evangelion. There were there was a sequence where Natsume. Um, I don't know if it was in this episode or the episode prior, but she she's in she's in an elevator type situation, and there's a shot that's ripped straight from the Evangelion, and it's used for the same effect of the elevator mm. door opening or closing. Um, but but uh, yeah, it's this whole episode or most of it is is Natsume like having a bit of a crisis because she's made friends with these people, but she's, she's a clone and she's made to obey this lady. She's, she's a spy. Um, and you know, she's a genetic experiment made by, made by a sex teacher. And just, there's, it's the whole episode is just all these artistic shots of her, like at sunset and there's all these flowers and she's reflecting on, on her life and the friends she's made. And, uh, and, and uh, it's I would go so fuck. far as to say that the ending of the episode was an explosive conclusion. Uh, it's not funny, man. It's a little bit funny. It's not, it's not <laughs> it's funny. A little, it's a little bit funny. I, it's, oh, God. It's, I would go so far as to say very funny. It's uh, absolutely not, fu- it's, it's it, not the, the, funny. Look, look, look. You, the the, the Natsumi melodrum, it's well handled as far as the show goes. But her... Her conclusions, character, a little bit uh, unceremonious. No, she she says goodbye to her friends. She writes a letter to him. She sets her her beeper down in a pile of leaves. And why? She, why is it? A, why is it the beeper? It's all she cares. And then she explodes. And yeah, and then she self detonates. Uh, I don't. It's I. Fuck. I, I saw it coming. I not did not her death in particular, but I was I was bracing myself for a significant turn, and 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 this was did not catch me off off guard at all. I just couldn't get over how how different in quality that episode was. I, I it is it w- better. It is it, better. But again, I felt like the ending was a little bit goofy. I didn't think it was as well handled as it could have been. There were better better ways to handle it that in better hands it would have been uh, delivered delivered in a more satisfactory fashion i was unsatisfied by her ass bloating on a mountain uh, you're not even human call me call me a monster but that's what i feels it's it i i'm <sighs> it's just it's not okay it's just not okay <laughs> that's the way uh, it's gonna be though <laughs> just if i like man uh, episode 11 um gall uh sees what has happened to natsume and he, go, he goes he goes uh berserk he goes gallzerk and uh speaking of evangelion ripoffs uh sex teacher has a gendo lookout she's just in the gendo room you know of course and um and this, so the previous episode, uh, the the sort of framing and the visuals and and the writing and emotional content got way better. Uh, in this episode, the animation gets way way better. <laughs> Just perplexing. Like Gaul looks fucking rad now. Um, yeah, his, he his look got changed. He because he lo- he, he's because he's extra angry, but he's he just looks like a fucking just. He's out of control. And it just everything looks rad. He's fighting all these 
generator sent by sex teacher and he's and there's a ripoff of smoke on the water playing as he does it um and uh it, the just all the fights in this episode are so well animated i i can't stress this enough like it looks like they're well choreographed it looks really nice uh it's 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 just real good do you i mean do you agree I was already on board with this. Sh- the the uh, fights looking in this show looking significantly better than the rest of the show at this point. Definitely. Uh, yeah. um, so so this was not a surprise to me. I, um, I feel like the, in the last few episodes they got even better, which is usually the opposite. I, here's the thing: is that I already really liked Gaul's design. I was pretty like it, it, it had a Digimon kind of nostalgia to me. Yeah. That that was uh, they changed the design and it kind of made him a little bit more. Uh, protagonist looking because he's a little bit more more uh white and 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 like uh shining armory because he doesn't have that rat tail that he had as the original design but yes i i would say like animation wise there, there is a definite step up um i just wish it was over like because this is taking place over top of the city right like this is that we're in we're in the like the skyline at this point you know yeah, they're fighting all over the place he's he's throwing there's news crews capturing him he's throwing these big ant monsters all over the place and i just wish that great. it was i just wish that it was like places that have been established you know it's the or, city i don't know man um he's crying blood at one point that's pretty cool i guess sure yeah Masami's looking for him. Uh, and then um, Kyo and Koji explain to Masami everything. And again, redundant information. They explain everything we already know. So it's kind of like, you know, if you put yourself in Masami's position, it's kind of cool. But it's just like, man, usually this is the point where you would kind of skip forward to a point where she just goes like, oh, so that's what happened. But instead, he goes through all that we're from the future and this happens. And we got to pr- stop this from getting invented, you know? Yes. So they just go through all of it again. And uh, and then after Gaul defeats all of the other generators, uh, he has to face Sex Teacher, who who transforms into um, the sort of most uh, humanoid, sleekest generator so far. And then um, Kanae, Sex Teacher's assistant, takes the other three uh, in a helicopter. Uh, and... Um, there's a paradox. Sex teacher is ripping Gaul's core out of him, which is going to help her invent the in the in oh. include include cells. Yes, thank you. Help her in, invent the include cells. Uh, so it, you know it's a it's a it's a circle. Uh, look, if a, you're looking a, for paradoxes, don't even look at the next. If you're concerned about them, don't look at the next episode. <laughs> uh. So she rips that out of him. Gull is appears dead, and then it turns out that the scientist, the mad scientist, and Kanae are Kyo and Koji, which at one level kind it it kind of almost got me, but I I had sworn there was something earlier in the series that it, where they implied that the scientist was Ryo. And I was pissed because I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to find it. But when Ryo meets the scientist, he just has this sort of vision where the scientist and his heads get, like, switched back and forth real fast, and he freaks out. And that's why... So, 
when I was watching that, I was thinking like, oh, are they just the same person? But then, then you know, it get it catches you because because you're like, wait, no, because the younger version's from the future, so the older version can't be the one from the past, so they can't be the same guy. But they are, so it kind of got me. But it's not like the most shocking bullshit. twist in the world. It's kind of bullshit. It's, there it's not- is there there it is a huge stretch for the scientist to not remember. Uh, to not remember the fact that he is a time traveler, but to remember other things that he needs to remember in order to it invent the stuff. It is a significant stuff. convenience in order to wrap up all of yes, the parts of the for narrative. Sure. Um, yeah, no, like I, 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 I'm, I'm watching this shit. And I'm like, look, this is this is a very, very, very significant stretch. Like I'm just like I, I can't imagine. It seems like they did, like they they just kind of got to there, like, oh, we can wrap this up in a nice little bow, rather than developing these characters. They're already characters that we know. That's crazy. Well, they but sowed the seeds before, but the shit but don't work. It just doesn't. work. It doesn't work perfectly. Yeah, because Koji had kept his memories when he so. Well, like why? Gaul, like 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 why? When when Gaul when Gaul dies here, getting killed by sex teacher, Koji and Ryo travel to the past Ryo goes 20 years back uh Kyo goes back to 99 and then they you know go forward sex teacher wins and they invent the she invents the thing and World War 3 happens and it's a never ending loop and uh and so they need to that that's the cycle that's going on that they need to break can we address the fact that World War 2 happens 12 or World War 3 happens like 12 days after this event like it's in the timeline it's supposed to be like they're like less than two weeks away from the end of of humanity uh that doesn't seem well, likely to me at all well you invent crazy superbug people you know it's, actually wait yeah now that was one question i had how did they start world war three because it they said that world war three started because of tensions between the east and west so i'm not sure how you caused that much tension in in ten, in ten days, bombs. That is a weird. Bombs one. is how you develop you said, that much you said, tension. You, you send a really fucking spicy tweet. I guess is how it happens. I don't know, man. Um, no, it's that's. Uh, look, the the international politics in this show were a little bit undeveloped. Um, questionable, for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so yeah, finally, episode twelve, the last one. Uh, yeah, Koji went to 1999, which is it's kind of cool to see him do that because you know he sees a little kid Masa, Masami playing in the snow, and you know he has to gain sex teacher's trust so that he can uh, fix all this in in the future. And uh, so they all uh, go to Gaul, who's sort of in this crazy. All of his energy is creating a black hole, which is the time travel portal, because he's dying. Uh, so they all. And they all rush to him, and Gaul, he's talking with, with, with Natsume in his dream, and Natsume, still perfect, still just wants to make everything right. What, are we in this last episode here? Yeah. You're talking about Natsumam, am I right? Natsumam, because uh, it was her, they, they're all made from the same DNA. Gaul, Koji, Kyo, and Natsume all made from the same egg that a uh, sex teacher has. So yes, they're all, they're all uh, brethren. I suppose, which technically makes this an incest show. Where, where, uh, Gaul, that so 
the other deus ex machina here is that uh, whatever Gaul prays for is whatever world is brought about. It, it I don't know why. Is, I don't know why that is. Is he a member of the cast of the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya? See, my my mind but, uh, went straight to my mind went straight to Madoka. Uh, this last episode gives off a whole lot of Madoka vibes. That works too. Because you know he's creating a new world, which isn't perfect, but it's you know it's his to right uh, all the wrongs. Uh, except for Natsume still fucking dead. I'm so pissed. Why? He really cocked that one up, didn't he? There must be. I think he has to. I think she has to be because otherwise the cycle continues or something. I don't know. You can logic your way kill, around he's that He's got to kill his mammy. He's got to kill uh, his mammy before they can She's not their them mom. Eggs. I don't know why. It's not like she birthed them. They're just the, the same DNA, you know, but it's just, I don't know. But he, he create finally the cycle's, you know, broken the time loop. He creates a world where everyone's just uh, in the same time period. In 2007, good old 2007, they're all hanging out. Um... I I don't know what exactly he changed. Not basically nothing. I would say that basically somehow the stuff's not going to get invented. I don't know. I don't know what he did. Um, I think that most mostly nothing was changed. Um, This is very similar to the ending of something that I have written in my head, Um, and I'm like, this is a way less significant change than I would have done in this scenario. This is like, you 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 could make a really poignant end to this thing. You know, where we're like, you get to the end, and, and he had written a situation in which these characters never, never met each other, and then they they would never have created this scenario that would unfold, which would be way more poignant than um, them just being the same as they were before this conflict had occurred. Um, but I don't know. I didn't get my anime made. Better than, uh, uh, better than Edge of Tomorrow's ending, you know. So he's got that for him going for it. No, I like the ending of Edge to Tomorrow. I'm about it. I'm what? about I'm about to the, the end of Edge Tomorrow just ending with Tom Cruise scoffing. You're okay with literally just like, and then everyone was happy. The end. The ending. Um, yeah, because yeah, everybody's happy, but then you get to see Tom Cruise like, what the fuck? Because it's acknowledged by Tom Cruise being like, this is bullshit, and that's great. <laughs> Like, because Tom, Tom okay. Cruise, you, you know what I'm when saying, you right? say it like that, it's like, okay, yeah. No, Tom Cruise it. is like, fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. No, that's, you know what? You just totally changed my entire perspective on that ending. Okay, uh, I'm glad that it was. Now that I see it as like a, okay, smile, instead of a just re- generic happy smile, yeah, you know it what is I mean? a, no, but it totally is a like okay smile. Like it totally is. Like I, if you I watch know. the movie, he plays it that way. I, 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 I can't, uh, I can't disagree. You know, I think you might be right. <laughs> Rarely great. do I get these W's in this podcast. Maybe, this, maybe yeah, you know, maybe that movie's good. <laughs> it is good, man. Like it's like. It, it's it's a fuck it's a pretty serious fuck you which i'm about like, <laughs> uh, uh but yeah that that's that's generator goal um, um look it's it's it has a couple of good ideas but they're all forced into like like the last three or four episodes and it just doesn't fucking work um it, it the it's like the the last three episodes are i'm gonna say almost great 
just it might be might be great. Uh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. It's not worth it for the show. It's, the last episode is not great, and that's where the ultimate failing is. It's I think the last episode is super claustrophobic and confined, and in in like you spend a lot of it just in that stupid helicopter. They, um, yeah, the, a lot of the, a lot of the last episode is exposition, and it's but, just like that's where you really. If it had been sprinkled throughout the rest of the show, or better, maybe pr- perhaps better managed than it was, then I would be so go-, go so far as to say the last couple episodes are great. But they're so loaded with exposition, and in like that's where most of, for my money, the most of the show takes place. Um, I really w- was like, we just spread this shit out a little bit more. Like you can have three meaningless episodes at the beginning, but get, like really, like you're gonna have fucking four meaningless episodes and then a then a a, a, a festival episode. Like fuck you. <laughs> like um, oh no, that first half is rough. Um, it's not a it's it's I would I would call it I would call it a bad show uh, on the whole. Again, there's again some some decent ideas, but I think it just suffers from a criminal lack of underdevelopment. It's I I will never relinquish how much episode ten uh, affected me. It's, it's it it was it was fucking weird how. Uh, what that did i just uh, it's, and it's you're and you're nuts. entitled to that you're, that's, you're entitled that's why, to that. that's why we do this show because it's like you know we have to watch these things and like this this <laughs> show's just just generic 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 and then all of a sudden i get this fucking crazy ass episode where i i'm just reduced to a whimpering baby man <laughs> But look, in like, in, in like, I, I totally dig that, and it's like it, while you were experiencing that, I was just putting my hand on my chin and like subtly nodding. I was like, oh, okay, okay, interesting. This is an interesting way to take this show that is already completely off the rails. Um, where I, I felt like it was basically already on by beyond redemption at that point, just in terms of how much show had passed without anything of significance occurring. Um, but I understand where you're coming from. And that's what this show is ultimately about, is understanding. Yeah, and, and the other important thing is that we, like, we do not get shows like this anymore. Not not even fucking close. Like, this, this thing has been totally forgotten almost. It was probably considered mediocre at the time. And it's still animated fantastically. It has a definitive ending with real consequences, like total open shut. That go, you know, like real uh, uh, stuff that goes beyond. They just beat the bad guy. Yeah, it's twelve episodes, and then that's it. There's nothing. They else. took a they took a chance. Like they took a serious chance, and it's like a um, they they it, they were not afraid to fail. <laughs> Where like everything's pretty homogenized and generic at this point. Whereas like I, this is obviously drawing heavily ins- heavy inspiration from other things of the era. But it wasn't like the, the formula wasn't written yet. Like it wasn't um, so obvious exactly where you take all of these plot elements to a point where nothing interesting happened again. And what happens is it, it was an uneven show as a whole. But there are definitely elements of it that are mm-hmm. a little bit more intriguing than what otherwise happened in nowadays. Know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I, 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 I never could have predicted in the first nine episodes of the show where I was just like, I was just doting on Natsume as a meme. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, oh, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be so funny during the podcast where I'm just talking about Natsume constantly, even though she's not that important. Then, oh my god, by far the most uh, influential part of the sh- the show for me, like absolute uh, keystone. Uh, it's just just bizarre. I can't, like, you know, and, and you know, I, I can't. Shows shows like this don't happen where it's it's an original and it's an action show and there's an ending it, i have i can't even think of the last show that was like that that i've seen it's it's a weird relic uh when yeah. are we gonna watch ninja scroll how many episodes is it it's like shit's like six episodes wait really it's an ova i mean i feel like that's pretty uh you know that's a that's a pretty uh well-known one but I feel like we earned it. Ninja Scrolls ninety four minutes. Oh, because it's a film. I thought it wasn't. I thought it was. Yeah, an Ninja OVA. Scrolls a movie. What the hell's wrong with you? I thought that shit was an OVA. I'm I'm on IMDb right now, getting uh, ads for Pacific Rim Ups or Uprising, which I still can't believe is a movie. Um, I can't there's believe a, there's a there's a Ninja Scrolls show airing right now. Basilisk, the Oka Ninja Scrolls. The story is set 10 years after Basilisk, Koga, Nimpocho. Maybe that's not related to Ninja Scrolls. I don't know. But yeah, there's a movie from 1993. And then there's a 13-episode show from 2003. Which apparently is not very good. We only have to live one more year before we get the next Godzilla movie. And two more years before we get the next Avatar movie. Can you make it that long? How do you know the? How do you know when the new Godzilla is coming out? I'm, I, IMDb led me along this path after I clicked the link for Pacific Rim Uprising. It's redirecting me to other kaiju pictures. Um, uh, <laughs> Why? Why is this the first Google image result for Avatar Two? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that's, that's my reaction when I realized we're getting an Avatar 2. When, when you realize we're what? We're getting an Avatar 2. <laughs> we're getting 2 through 6 or whatever. Yeah, right? I think they started filming last year. But um, Yeah, with uh, like kid actors, with a bunch of like nine-year-olds. So, you know, so the, when, when the movies are done, they're old men. Godzilla 2 is very exciting. The last one, um, I don't know about you, but I fucking loved Godzilla. Oh, so you watched that? Oh, wait, you're talking about the American one. Yes. Oh. And we, it was okay. Um, and and uh, the director of this film uh, also directed the film Trick or Treat, which is hmm. a good anthology horror film. For the lulls. Uh, let's see. He also has writing credits on X-Men 2. That's a good movie. Oh, yeah, that's the... Uh, hmm. Uh, Love me those X-Men. Those X-Mans. Uh, I don't know. Anyways. Um, anyways. I, I guess I guess we're like basically there. That's Gaul. That um, is Gaul. Generator Gaul. I want out! I want out!
ような廃墟のような街眺め